0: Hey, it's Madison the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show.
1: With record prices and now rising mortgage rates, the typical monthly payment for a U.S. home is up 42% in a year. It's pricing out first-time buyers of all backgrounds, but black applicants face even steeper hurdles. Studies show they're less likely to come from wealth, more likely to carry debt, and they pay disproportionately high rent, making it more difficult to save for a down payment. They're denied home loans 84% more often than white buyers. That's a big barrier in hot housing markets, like Phoenix, where investors with cash are buying up more homes than ever to flip or rent, even more so in this historically black part of South Phoenix.
2: It's emotional because this is where I want
3: it to be.
1: Nikosha Jones grew up here and spent eight months trying to buy her first home, but with just $6,000 for a down payment, she couldn't compete and quit searching
2: everything was crushed at that moment
0: unfortunately the homeownership gap has actually widened
1: new data show less than 45 percent of black families own their home compared to 74 percent of white families a gap that's barely changed since the 1960s when the fair housing act outlawed housing discrimination owning property is how most families build wealth and it's never been more valuable When people aren't buying homes, it just makes it more harder for future generations to buy homes. Now, record rent costs may widen the wealth gap and displace more people. The market's definitely speeding up gentrification. What am I going to do? Lord, help me. Dana Burns just got this notice that her rent in South Phoenix is rising from $1,050 to nearly $1,500.
3: Oh, my God.
1: That's why she's looking to buy, though where she can is unclear.
3: What, well, you know,
0: I, how, you just heard a lady, South, what did she say, South Phoenix, $1,000 a month rent, and they raised the rent to what, over $1,500. So where is she supposed to get that extra money from? Well, and by the way, and and, and so... All right, y'all, let me take the phone calls. Let me just take the phone calls because the lines are popping. James from Maryland, go ahead. You're on with Madison here on CISXM Urban View.
4: Good morning. How are you
5: doing today? Okay, James. Yeah, I just want to connect the dots. uh, You told me this. uh, Glenn Youngkin. Yes, the the newly elected Republican
0: governor of Virginia.
5: Yeah. He worked for a Carlisle Group, equity firm. Right. Mitt Romney, equity firm. Right. Okay. Uh, This uh, 2008 housing crash, they blamed it on black folks. They was the cause. Come to find out, it was investors trying to buy multiple houses and couldn't afford it. Okay. That's what the reports say. That's not what I'm saying. Based on what's going on now, public... uh, George, if you're familiar with public stores where you store something, they're in the top 10 richest family. This guy's been buying up uh, suburban houses over the last 30 years. So uh, the reckoning is coming, not just for black folks, it's coming for everybody. And the first thing they did when the uh, housing market crashed was put Jeff Goldberg on TV, Apartments.com. Okay? That's where they driving you at. Uh, this is a billionaires. What's going on? Wall Street. Cut off the middle man.
0: James from North Carolina. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Okay. Uh I, I was I heard you was talking about like uh starter home.
5: Yes. And and what they're doing now is the starter homes, they turned them into leasing homes. They are building a whole developments of those houses now. And they're leasing them out.
6: For a lot of you know, well, about
0: leasing, renting, the the the, and and so, how do you build wealth? How do you get a start if, if you can't, you know, get into the? How, a, a starter home is what most young people look for. These aren't these aren't mega mansions. They're starter homes. They're they're right. just not out there. Right. So where? So how does a you know, this is an amazing figure. Eighty-four percent of black folk can't buy homes, and it's not that they 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 they're they're priced out. And and who does the the entry-level jobs? Who has the mostly the minimum wage jobs? And and by the way, we're not talking less than fifteen dollars an hour. And then folks call, and remember how we used to, have, when the minimum wage debate would come up, and we'd have people call in. Oh, I can't afford to pay minimum wage. Then, in essence, your folks can't afford to live. That's right. You know, and you oh, we don't, but you don't hear those callers anymore. Remember that, and we would get black people who were, I mean, black business people. Well, I've got a black business. I'm not in favor of raising the minimum wage. Uh, to $15, wow. I would have to, I'd end up going out of business. Well, the people you work for would go homeless based on this report. And bottom line, they're saying without saying they don't give a damn. That's really what right. they're saying. My, I, I, I don't care. I don't care. Right. And that's what we're dealing with. So, and then somebody gets upset with me cause I get upset with what's going on. And then you hear. Look, I'm 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 authentic. I what you hear is what you get. And I'm not sitting I, up here. I yeah. I, look, I've been fortunate. I didn't start off in where I live now. I mean, this is what hell, man. I didn't start off where I live now. Hell. And and that's why I played the George Jefferson theme. You know, we that's what we're trying to do. Where people right. are trying to move up dina virginia good morning
3: good morning joe how are you can I, you I'm, hear me all right yes
0: i can go right ahead
3: all right so i just wanted to bring you home because y'all your learners um your listeners have hit the nail on the button, and so have you as far as some of the starter homes yes um so about ten years ago after i got out of grad school i interned for a city down in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. All right. And so then, um, during that internship, it was an an executive offices, and so um, they were very interested in how to attract young people into the city because there's a brain drain in that area. And so young people, they graduate with their degrees, and they usually leave because the amenities are not there that they're looking for. Well, the thing is that a lot of these... A lot of these um, cities, what they've started to do is that they went after these developers to make luxury apartments, luxury townhomes. But the job market is not there for these luxury, um, for these luxury apartments. Um, and so people, they were leaving, and you can't afford these homes anymore. So you, it, it's not just the people who are at the very bottom that can't afford it to live anymore oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's even above that
0: yeah middle-class that people not afford right right
3: it's like and and the people who are really responsible for it are your city planners yeah your city managers yeah and the mayor yeah, because all they right. care about is making money that's how right they do that the tax base that's right that's what it's all about is money they do not care about where these people, the poorest people, they do not care where these people go. They want to just make them disappear, and they'll raise the prices and want them to go somewhere else. And so
0: so the question then, as you learned, I mean, the question is, and this, where do they go? Where do they go?
3: There is no place for them.
0: There is, exactly right. And then folks think, well, the homeless people, these folks you live, you see in a tent. They, these people weren't born in a tent. No, they, they had American, home, they had
3: homes. Americans were all about one paycheck away from being out on that street. Thank
0: you. Most people are one or two. You are one hundred percent right. Most people are one to two paychecks being on the street. Absolutely right. Now stop and think. You see all these tents on public. I mean. Here in Washington, D.C., I don't know how he gets away with it. I don't know how they get away with it. Brand new restaurant opened. What's the name of that restaurant? I can't think of it. On the corner of uh, Massachusetts and in the Mount Vernon area.
2: And 9th Street.
0: And 9th Street.
2: Used to be uh, right across from the convention center. Wonderful kind of New Orleans type. Yeah, they they renamed it. They renamed uh it.
0: Yeah. And they've got. Tents, he's got tents in front of his restaurant. Absolutely, he's got tents in front of his restaurant. How do you do business like that? And but and but th- that's number one, yes. So it'll end up driving him out of business, right? And and then all the people who work for him. And then number two, what do you do with the tent, the people the in people. the tents?
2: That's right. And it seems like they just want to keep them moving, just keep
0: moving. Yeah, Steve from Georgia, good morning. I can be like Steve <laughs> be like- from uh, Steve from Georgia, good morning.
6: Because it's 17. Yes, I'm yeah, sorry. That's okay. Go ahead, Steve. Joe, uh, uh, I just refinanced. I find this subject really touching to me because I just refinanced. I have a. Fair- fairly good job, um, have savings and all that good stuff. And so they, uh, what got me was they got so deep into my personal, it was like, I have like 20 Gs, you know, because you have to qualify to refinance. I, right, got, yeah. I met met all the qualifications. I got good credit. But what got me was like, so are you paying child support? Are you, uh, it, it was like, I had to explain. Well,
0: they, they have to ask you that question. That's part I, I of your mean, expenses.
6: It, it just took me, it took me, let what? Me,
0: let me ask you, is that the first time you've refinanced? Sure, I've refinanced five, six houses before. Okay, but you you know that question is, is definitely, from what I understand, that question has to be asked. Because that's part of, see, I'm going to be accused of being mean. Because I, because... I, because I disagreed with his premise that question has to be asked it's not about oh they got all up in my kool-aid well they you child support whether the p- mother is receiving it or you're paying it that's no, part of it. your finances
2: if he has refinanced several times as he said
6: yeah
0: it,
2: haven't it, you been asked those questions before? several times
6: no okay I, I, I never my, it's been streamlined. It was like they check my credit. Okay, well you qualify. You make I, this amount of money. All right, let's move Ooh. on.
0: I'm not trying. To, I, I don't yeah. get accused of
6: being yeah. mean to you. No, 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 I, that's uh, fine. And your point? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying. I I found out that it just because I had a buddy. He refinanced and it was like he got his done in like three weeks and it took me. A month and a half. Why? Just, and and you know. why do you think that's the
0: case? And I'm asking advisingly. I don't know. I'm not in the refinancing business.
6: And the things with I was what I'm saying is like like I had I didn't know, okay I had I had explained to them why no 000. no listen
0: to my question you why did your did you ever ask your buddy how how you were able to get your refinance quickly and I wasn't what did he
6: say. He said he he just told me he, he didn't get most of the questions he didn't have to explain okay. right. what I had to explain. Okay. What what is it?
0: What is it that you had to explain to the lender that
6: upset you? Like for instance, moving I, I had $20,000 in the account and I had to explain why did I why did I move that money to that account? And then I explained to him I refinanced another house. And it, it was it was just very difficult compared to my other numerous times of refinancing. All right. Well, let me tell you,
0: I I, I appreciate you bringing this up, and obviously it caught your attention. But in in one way, this is this takes us off. <clears throat> in other words, you don't fit the category we're talking about. God bless you uh that you are not a low income person. I gotta tell you, see, this is the this is the problem that I tend to I, I always have to recognize with serious XM. I'm dealing with people who are listening who have resources. And they have problems too, like you just described. Yes. But the people who I'm trying to get us or the public policy I'm trying to get us to prac to pass we have got to take care or help poor people. Yes, we I... have got to help low-income workers. I want them to be able to move up. I want them to be able to get starter homes. I want them to be able to not get kicked out of their uh, 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 house or their apartment. I mean, th- there are a lot. There are a lot of greedy ass people s- since this pandemic hit. And I mean, they, everybody suffered in the pandemic, every, except billionaires. I'm sorry. I take that back. Rich people got richer. Now, that's a fact. Don't And don't tell me I'm mean because you call up here to disagree and I kick your ass with facts. And okay. if that's being mean, then I'm mean. But here's the deal. That's a fact. Rich people got richer. Now, number one. So let's put that aside. What I'm talking about is most of us were impacted. God bless us if if our rent didn't go up or we are we had our we maintained our our mortgage. But let me tell you, there are millions of people out here who who had couldn't pay their rent through no fault of their own. Their stores shut down. Their businesses went dark. Their hours were cut. And now we working our way out of it. And what's the first thing that the, the that folks do? They raise their rent. Oh, not by ten because you know what they're doing. They're making up for lost rent. Yeah, that's we're really good. what they're doing. We lost much. so much, so we're gonna make it up. Make it up what on the backs of poor people. Well, what about the uh, the the uh, the Biden administration? passed bills and the democrats passed bills to help folk give them you know give them some some breathing room and the republicans voted
6: against it well you my supervisor saying i need to get my butt to this meeting <laughs> all right you go
0: to the meeting because i don't want to get you in trouble here's somebody that said that housing it traps seniors jim from florida 19 after go right ahead
7: Good morning, Mr. Madison. I just want to give you a, a picture of some things that I've seen as a maintenance uh, tech. Real quick, um, I, I did this for like 10 years, and I would see these senior citizens and their families struggle with the with the rent increases from the uh, apartment. Companies And I literally we literally would come upon seniors that died in their house because they couldn't afford to go anywhere else. And the part of Florida that I live in is Palm, Palm Coast, Florida, which is I'm, fam- I'm familiar <clears> with throat> Palm
0: throat> Coast, Florida. I, yeah, I know a family yep. that lives there. Go ahead.
7: And so, what would what would break my heart is that I would see the company that I work for, they would raise the rent on these tenants, but and they would say, well, the cost is the is the uh, the the price of housing around the community, but they would raise the rent like three, four, five times what the what the housing quote uh, was, and these senior citizens are paying their. Uh, uh, Social Security, and, and I would literally see their families coming. They would, Most of them came from like New York, Philly, and, you know, the cities because they retire because we don't pay taxes. And those families would go broke, and they would spend all of their money paying for their apartment where they couldn't afford medical care. So real quick, me and the, a few of my maintenance buddies, we had a, a deal where we would – do what we could for these people. But I literally would watch these people die in these. um, I mean,
0: and that's how people back up. Well, this is a handout. Well, what about this government program? And what about this housing? Well, my God, every time you turn around, you got members of Congress on the other side voting against it. I, I, I don't and 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 I hear you. I hear you. I'm going, I'm going to keep rolling. Let me keep rolling. Let me keep rolling. Let me see. Jackie, New York, 21 after. Go ahead, Jackie.
8: Good morning, Mr. Madison and crew. Um, in regard to housing, I'm here in Syracuse, New York, and, yes, I'm in that community, a large black community, a lot of this boarded-up house stuff. What happened is you're, you're right. These cards, we've been inundated with them. Uh, buy your house for cash. No need to fix it up people are selling to whatever the highest bidder is. And these folks are sitting on the houses and those folks that don't, those businesses that don't are renting it for just painting, slapping some paint on it, not anything beautiful and renting it double the price. So we're my, my husband and myself, we bought uh, two private houses and just tried to just keep the rent affordable. It took us longer than it should to fix it, to make it nice, but it, you know, my question to you would be, what? who are we leaning in on? What What governmental agency or anything that can control this? So well,
0: we it would be, first of all, it, you, you start with your member of Congress. That you, you start with them and what you want, number one, and need. Number two, HUD. You know, HUD. Now, again, I, it, this is a broad umbrella approach kind of conversation. And and yeah. and that's what you, <clears throat> that and and by the way, locally, I would I would look, you know I I don't know who how's your housing agencies in Syracuse God they've got to be, in in that city that you you know talk to them what's and ask what's going on I I'm 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 reluctant to go any further with this discussion because I don't know your situation in Syracuse, but I would start with housing authority. Explain to me why this is allowed to exist. Explain to me what's going on in this neighborhood. Uh, You know, now you may get a straight answer. You may not. But the bottom line is this is this is developers. This is what this is. It's land like like Sherry said, they're not making any more land. and these people are going in, they they see a depressed neighborhood. They know they can get the land dirt cheap and and then sell it high. And then the people who are stuck there, nobody gives them a break. Nobody gives them a break uh, to, by the way, because if the if they stay if they can if they can stay, and you give them a break, uh, guess what happens? They make money. I, we moved into a area. Man, you want to talk about redevelopment? Oh, my God. I think our place, the little condo we live in, the, it, it, what, Sherry, what do you think? It's almost doubled now? I, I mean, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of guessing, but that's how we build wealth. That's when we bought the place. We went before construction. Okay. skipped you know, put all the money we could together, qualified, and then I was looking to, we were looking towards the future. How much is what's what's happening in this neighborhood? Who's developing what in this neighborhood? And now folks folks are saying, "Whoa." I mean, we're probably we, I imagine next it'll be double. It'll be double. We're not going anywhere. I threatened to move Sherry out to a farm in Virginia so she can raise cows. I'm, I'm, playing, I'm being facetious, but, but, uh, uh, but it, you know that's that, that people you want. Look, we want young people to be able to. We first of all I want low income people to be able to have a roof over their head not a tent. That's the first thing I want. That's the first thing. I don't want to see tents in my in my city with homeless people. You know do you, I, I don't think people listening to me. Unless there's been some of you have been homeless. Where do you think these people go to the restroom? I mean really? Where do you think? We had a homeless guy that that slept in, in uh this park where I where I live. And he did not he did not have a place to go in the restroom. So you know where he went in the restroom? The park. The park. And and so where do you and and so th- do we have a sanitation issue? Yes. I mean, just just human decency.
2: Because where do you you can hardly go in a restaurant and not see signs that
0: says the uh, restaurants "customers are only." For
2: customers only.
0: So where do these folks go? I'll, and look, uh, that's a rhetorical question. They go they go behind a tree in your neighborhood. That's where they go. Anybody been homeless out here? Twenty seven after. Real quick, Ken, first time calling. Then I'll go to the a break and give you a chance to call more calls to come in. Go ahead, Ken.
4: Okay. Um, I'm in North Carolina and uh, just want to talk a little bit about the uh, this systemic process of this gentrification. You know, a few years ago, um, they lowered the taxes, the taxes on properties in my neighborhood. Now I live very close to a historically black college uh, here in North Carolina. And this allowed the properties to continue that process of being boarded up, and 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 the uh, values of them going down, you know, by them lowering the property. I, I own four properties in this neighborhood, and collectively, these properties were lowered by almost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in taxes, you know, and and that's still going on today. You know, it's still lowered when. Everywhere else in town, these properties it, property taxes have been raised. Of course, now it's a problem in that I've tried to share with my neighbors, you know, not just to let the properties go and sell them out, you know, and but what they're doing here—they're buying the properties that, you know, these properties may be valued at a hundred, maybe. Hundred ten thousand dollars, some less, much less. You know they're paying up to this hundred and ten, hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then they're knocking the houses down, and then they're building these little, you know, these brand new houses and selling them for four fifty, seven, four seventy five, five hundred thousand dollars. And of course, you know we can't afford to, you know, purchase the properties at that. So
0: where are we going with this? Because I got to get to a commercial break. I'm sorry.
4: Well, just explaining the gentrification process, and we are right in the midst of it right now. And the fact that historically black colleges around in the state and around in the nation—they all affected, you know, by the same process, yes. you know, that's going on in the communities, right. Um, right? You know, as we speak, you know. So, just wanted to share that. You so, know, what, a,
0: let me ask a, you: the, with folks who are low-wage workers and and based on that study i shared where full time minimum wage workers can't afford rent anywhere i don't know what city you're talking about but where do the where do these folks live i mean what and what neighborhood and what's the rent do well, you know i they, i just they,
4: asked we we are being driven out now because of this process yeah we are right down you know, right downtown, they're building the high-rise luxury apartments now.
6: Right. They're
4: renting $2,500, 3500 You know, they're selling for $1.2 you know, Whoa. these kinds of things. So you know we're not going there. So where I know they're you
0: not know. going there quickly. Where are they
4: going? Right, living on the street. Yeah. Uh, the city is talking about uh, affordable housing, but that affordable housing is that— twenty percent of the high rise yeah. luxury apartments. Yeah,
0: yeah, there you go. That's right. See, this is what I'm saying. None of these elected officials, because poor people don't have the 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 voices, we need investment in more low income housing. We yes. used to call them we used to call them decades ago housing projects, you remember? That's right. They used and to be housing, but they doors. weren't, and they weren't built or meant for for permanent living. They were there to get you started so that you could save money. That people, that's what we, we need a program where so that, and by the way, for seniors, for seniors, more livable, you know, because seniors who on Social Security, what do they do? You just what do they do? I have a friend, uh, you know, he's he wants to he wants to in, uh, do build a, a low in for seniors in in uh uh what is it, Sherrod, with uh Inglewood uh, in uh, California, Shelby in them. Inglewood, right?
2: Inglewood, that's near the new, the, Staples, the new
0: stadium. Uh, center. Oh, they're building like crazy uh, there. But then he he said, you know, I, I want to be able to invest some money. I want to be able to invest in some property because there's are seniors who want to stay in Inglewood. They grew up in Inglewood. They've gone through the and and, 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 and they have to. Now, and now he's got to, you know, fight through all the red tape and rigmarole. Oh, let me take a break. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five.
2: And Joe, I have to say, putting a facility like a um, a new staple center, it really, in a way, replaced the old racetrack that was there. Uh, but there's so much land that doesn't get used. Yeah. All of the parking. The land Thank for you. parking sits, sits, undeveloped. Thank you. It's it's useless unless somebody is having an event there, and that doesn't take all day and night. Well, half
0: and and, and half the year it's, it's it's useless. It's useless. Unused. But-